0: I just I just disgrace I just Chelsea Disgrace This woman is a disgrace, is a disgrace. Oh my god, guess what? Valentine's Day is coming up Go fuck yourself valentine's day i hate you please suck my dick you know those people who hate valentine's day because they think it's very commercial and was only created to you know boost sales of flowers or chocolate or really slutty underwear and shit like that they're all like i don't need a special holiday to celebrate the love i have for my man i can do that every day fuck valentine's day Well, I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those old fashioned angry bitches who hates Valentine's Day because she's alone. And trust me, I know that sounds immature and I should be happy for my couple friends who are celebrating and shit like that. But like, I'm not. Like, No, sorry. Go fuck yourself. I hope your assorted chocolates are a shit flavor, hope you choke on that expensive steak that your car wash attendant boyfriend can't even afford, and I know you can't either, so you're planning to just give your boyfriend, as a gift, permission to give you anal because it's something he always wanted and it's free. Where's my shitty chocolates? Where's my big hunk of expensive dead cow? You know what? My asshole's been yearning for a nice romantic, on-a-budget Valentine's Day penetration, but it's fine. Let's have a bottle of wine, take a nice bath, in my own tears. It'll be great. Haven't always been this way to be honest. I never used to think twice about Valentine's Day. It was just another day I could just keep doing me and it was good you know because the line at Taco Bell was never too long because people were like at nice places for dinner that night. So the day after I could waltz into pretty much any store and get me a nice half off box of candy and I was flying high. Just flying high on life. But no, this year is different because I am in love. An emotion I never thought I was capable of, you know, due to all the scarring of embarrassment and the fact that the only people's well-being I actually care about are my own, my dogs and Betty White's. And that's only because if she dies, there's going to be an angry mob of old lady actors all vying for old lady parts in old lady movies, which were called old lady cat fights, and no man in history ever broke up a cat fight. And you know, women know not to fuck with grandmas, so, you know, if there's old lady cat fights everywhere, then there's no old ladies to break up the old lady cat fights, and it'll just escalate into an unstoppable old lady riot. But, yeah, this dude, he's, he's on my list. And as Alanis Morset would say, You already won me over in spite of me. So, yeah, I love someone. And you're probably thinking, So, like, shouldn't you be excited for Valentine's Day then? And you know what? No, asshole, I'm not. Because, like, gangster rapper Biz Markie says, He says, I'm just a friend. He says, I'm just a friend. Oh, baby, I... I got what he needs, but he says, I'm just a friend. He says, fuck, this feeling really sucks, man. Like it really fucking sucks. Him and I used to date when we were together and he asked me where I wanted to go for Valentine's day. At that point, we uh, really weren't dating for that long. And to be honest, I'm like super easy to impress. I mean, I once saw a guy flip a sunny side egg like over without breaking it, and I got pretty wet. So I told him, "Hey, look, man, just take me to McDonald's. Let me get a combo, maybe an extra chicken snack wrap on the side or something. I'll suck your dick, and we'll call it a Valentine's Day." So we did just that. We went to McDonald's, except uh, we brought a tablecloth and some fake flowers in a vase and some battery operated candles and set ourselves up in one of the booths and dined for $9.99. And it was absolutely perfect and was the first step he took towards capturing my heart, and those feelings never went away. And Yeah, I'm referring to the feelings I have for the guy and not the heartburn feelings from the McChicken. Um, However, we ended up terminating the relationship, probably due to the fact that, you know, my mood swings can take me anywhere from a saintly nun type to like a vile cunt in minutes. But uh, we remain close friends, which idiotically I actually thought was possible. <laughs> Not. Uh he, he now has what I heard is like a super hot girlfriend who probably actually has class and likes higher grade meat than what you find on a McDouble. So I did the whole like pretending it didn't bother me thing. But the only problem with that was uh, every time I saw him or talked to him or thought about him, it actually made me want to uh, torture myself by watching like hours of at-home birthing videos then you know stick my head in a microwave while on the popcorn setting then you just take a dull steak knife and just penetrate it just so deeply into my chest that it like cracks through the layers made of stone and trans fats surrounding my heart and just make it like stop beating so i could just get some relief from this god-awful feeling of loving somebody. Um, but my mom told me that I was just being dramatic and she really liked her steak knife set and she'd be really pissed off if I used it to cut out my own heart. So I just decided to help to tell him how I felt instead, which is probably the bravest and most selfish thing I've done. But what the hey, let's give her a shot in the name of love or some shit like that, right? So uh, I went to his house, which is actually two towns over and on a dark creepy deserted street where I'm like 98% sure if things got weird he could murder me and just you know find a spot to hide the body with the slightest of ease and I've never really uh, told anyone my feelings before and I thought like doing it would just have the worst outcome and obviously someone would end up getting murdered or something. I was there for about an hour just making small talk about like I don't remember. It's probably about how stingy Subway sandwich artists are, like with the condiments, and how it makes me feel, or some shit like that. All the while, I'm trying not to shit myself. I was so nervous that I was just sweating uncontrollably. Like, however, I was smart. I did sit on the on the floor instead of his new white couch, where I could have left like a Chelsea shaped sweat stain on it, but. Now that I think about it, maybe I should have sat there and just, like left like a souvenir of our friendship or something. Anyway, so he's in the kitchen and he's cooking salmon or something. And I'm on the living room floor, like, flapping my arms around like a chicken, trying to dry the two liters of sweat coming out of each armpit before it, like, hits his nice wood floor, warping the hardwood. Uh, and then he comes in and he announces there's a major snowstorm coming and I should probably hit the road. And I'm like, yeah, right, snowstorm that was code for his girlfriends coming over to have sex with him all over the house. So, getting the hint he wanted me gone. It was now or never. So, I start taking about or sorry, I start talking like a million miles a minute. Just like words were coming out of my mouth faster than like sweat out of my armpits and I'm saying shit to him that you'd only read in a Nicholas Sparks book and then go masturbate and cry yourself to sleep because you know love like that doesn't actually exist in real life. So, I'm mid pouring out my heart when the timer on his oven's going off, and I'm like, so, I think, I think you should probably get that fish out of the oven before it burns. And it actually smelled pretty good, and it was making me hungry, so I had to wrap this shit up. So, after more talking and crying and sweating... I telling them I can't see them anymore due to the fact that it makes me want to, like, somersault into oncoming traffic and be run over by a very large garbage truck and have my body, like, dragged about 18 blocks and just have seagulls eat my eyeballs and just leave the rest to the sewer rats and stray cats. And then I made my big dramatic exit where in my head, you know, he'd be watching me drive away and a single tear would fall down his cheek and he would press his hand up against the window and then you twos with or without you would magically start playing from God's radio be like see the sounds dead in your eyes. See the thorn twist in your side in away for you except when i got outside my car was covered in snow like a lot of fucking snow he really wasn't kidding about that storm so instead of him watching me dramatically drive away he got to watch me pathetically brush my car off and it was the most uncomfortable five minutes of my life and i'm mumbling shit to myself like fuck you snow fuck you fucking Dollar store snow brush. I hate my fucking life. everyone suck my fucking dick. Then it was off, only to turn around about two minutes later to go back for one last hug upon his request. Now in the movies, when people are driving away from the love of their life, they usually realize they're making a big mistake and say something like, "What the hell am I doing?" Or like, "This isn't over. I'm turning this car around." And then they slam on the brakes and like violently turn the steering wheel, and the car goes like. And like a whole bunch of car dust, I don't know, goes flying about and they speed off in their lover's direction. But in my case, I was driving down like a dark, unfamiliar road in six inches of snow during a snowstorm. So I was driving like 13 kilometers an hour. And even then, when I slam on my brakes, the anti-locks go off. So I'm like, uh, oh, please don't let me fucking die. And then I end up stopping in the middle of an intersection and started my dramatic turnaround. But it ended up being like an awkward three-point turn. And I'm apologizing to oncoming traffic. Like, sorry, I'm just trying to get back to this guy. He doesn't love me, but we're just going to hug it out. It's fine. Sorry. And, of course, they can not actually hear me, so I'm, like, they just see this girl who's crying and flailing her arms around, like, ah. So I make it back to his house, and I figured I'd just walk in and rush to his arms, but, alas, his door was locked, so I'm staring in the window, waving, trying to get his attention, and once he lets me in, we hug in silence, and we're hugging for, like, like an extended period of time, really long I'd say you could probably preheat an oven, maybe bake the first side of an assorted appetizer pack before you have to flip them over or something, but it's, so I break the silence with one, I'm like, so should I set a timer for the tug, or like, what, what are we doing? So we talk some more, where he used the friend word about like 7 million times, so then I leave again, only to find my car again, covered in fucking snow, so some I just used my arm to make like a hole big enough to see out of and I got the fuck out of there. The drive home was death defying to say the least seeing as I couldn't see the road through the snow and my tears that were collecting in my crotch making it look like I pissed myself so I spent the ride home going through an array of severe emotions like the guy on the radio was like, hey, I hope everyone's having a good night out there and drive safe. And I'm screaming back to him like, fuck you, you fucking asshole. I'm having a terrible night. I don't want to fucking drive safe. I want to be my fucking dump truck. Something stupid shitty life comes to a shitty end, you stupid dick. Things got pretty deep after that. I put on my uh, Best of Bonnie Raitt CD and sang Can't Make You Love Me about six times in a row. I was kind of upset that um, no radio station was playing Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You, but it's okay because it's now on the playlist at work. So whenever it comes on, I usually drop what I'm doing and like look into the distance and sing like, It's been seven hours and fifteen days. It took me away. But like I got a few weird looks from customers who were just trying to order a muffin or a latte or some shit and my manager told me I had to stop it immediately um, yeah so that's why I hate Valentine's Day this year and that's why I'm planning to walk around with like a whistle and a cane or a meter stick or something like a really long poking device And just use it to break apart any public displays of affection I happen to come across. Um, I also plan to go into various stores and just lick all the Valentine's Day candies. As well as uh, if I go into work and any of the girls receive flowers that day, I will personally cover the flowers in gasoline. I will take a lighter and put this lighter close to the flowers. Light that shit up, pull down my pants, bend over, and fart on the slider so the flame blows onto the gasoline-riddled flowers, turning them to ash. I also hate how much pressure there is to have good sex on Valentine's Day. It's like, oh shit, it's Valentine's Day, better pull out all the good stuff, all those sexy sex moves i've been saving for tonight put them into action when really like all your man does is surprise you by doing the penis helicopter move in like a counterclockwise direction you know just to throw you off guard a little bit let you know he's game for anything ready to travel down the less beaten vagina path or maybe he'll get romantic and put on a marvin Gaye song instead of like fucking you like he's trying to move a heavy table across the carpeted floor while like sandstorms swing in the background and ladies while you're trying to fit your fat ass into that expensive lingerie that you've Clearly cannot fit into after that big meal your boyfriend paid. A probably single waitress who got stuck with that shift because all the slutty waitresses were out fucking the bartenders for. I'll be at home in my dollar store underpants watching old Harrison Ford movies, eating mom's casserole, and just rubbing one out. Not necessarily in that order, but. Most likely all at the same time. And like, what if you're on your period for Valentine's Day? I mean, I know the international Valentine's Day color is red, but that might be taking it like a little too far. And it's, I I hate how everything is freaking heart-shaped. Like, every fucking store I go into in February has like heart-shaped decorations, heart-shaped boxes, heart-shaped candy. And you you know what I want to see? Dicks. I want, I want things to be in the shape of dicks because sex is such a big part of Valentine's Day. I want to see dick balloons, dick chocolates. I want to see the employees wearing dick shaped name tags. And when I go to purchase myself a nice dick shaped necklace, I want it dick wrapped in a nice dick shaped box. And when I walk into Walmart, I want the greeters to hand me their dick shaped February flyer, which tells me that dick shaped scented candles and dick shaped cheese is on sale. Just dicks everywhere that's what i want and i actually heard that there's a place not too far from my house that's actually having a special on valentine's day where you can bring in a picture of your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and they um put it in their meat smoker for you and then you get a free appetizer and when i found this out i'm like say what like let me get this straight food free and douchebag pictures go bye-bye i feel like there's some sort of catch here like one of the following scenarios would probably go down. One, I'd go there alone, obviously, because all of my other friends would be with their lovers doing lovery type things. And all of my ex-boyfriends would be there at the same time. The same picture of me in my dog-seam hoodie waiting to burn it. Or two. Seeing as most of my ex-boyfriends are gay, they put all my pictures into the meat smoker, and then any time they cook meat after that, it's covered in glitter and sequins, and they make me buy them a new meat smoker, but I can't afford a new meat smoker because I work a minimum wage job, and I'll probably never amount to anything else. Or, like, I give the pictures of my exes to the waitress only to find out she slept with them all, or worse. The free appetizer is something, like, healthy, like a salad or some vegetable-based dish, which just sounds awful. But... In all seriousness, I'll be spending Valentine's Day at work, you know, taking the graveyard shift so others can enjoy their night. And uh, I call it the graveyard shift because there's a good chance I'll probably hang myself in the break room. Um, one time, some douchebag actually brought his guitar to the store and sang his girlfriend a song in front of all the customers. It was so lame. I almost threw up in his latte. So I, I swear to God, I swear to God, if I'm shutting any of that shit down I see on Valentine's Day, like I'm putting a sign right on the front window, no cats, no dildo, no service. I'm only letting sad single people come in and order that day. So anyway, if you're bored and have no life like I do, just, you know, drop me a line at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com. And, you know, let me know some of your embarrassing Valentine's Day stories or maybe something funny that happened on a date or something. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at chelseadisgrace. And I'm Chelsea Grace, making you feel better about yourself when Chelsea Grace problem at a time. See ya. (laughs) the <laughs>